You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hello, beautiful. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. My heart truly hurts for Nova Scotia. So close to home in an already trying time. I know the whole world is aching. Sending my love and my prayers. And so today I come to this recording with intention, as always. I'm not one to have a content calendar and plan out my posts, plan out my topics, because I really do love to, first of all, check in with my intuition about what I need to create, what I'm feeling and what I feel everyone else needs. Uh, So I tend to create these in the moment. And today's intention is to bring hope. It's to shine a light, a ray of hope out into all of the ears that are listening today. So glad that you're hearing this. So today's topic, the word itself just makes me feel lighter. The topic today is summertime, our summer bucket list. Ah, summer, how I love you, how I cherish you, and how I adore you. Everything in the universe does have an opposite, And without experiencing winter, summer wouldn't be as sweet. We're tapping into our heart space, feeling so excited that we might feel excited butterflies. That's how I want you to feel today. There's so much healing in hope and in having something to look forward to. So we're going to tap into feelings and memories of what summer is to us. And you will have homework this week. And it's fun homework. This week you will be fantasizing about all of the things you want to experience, have and do this summer. So we're going to create a summer bucket list today. We're starting it today. You'll work on it this week because having moments that we can look forward to is so good for the soul. So good for the soul, for our happiness and our well-being. And also, if you have a list of things that you'd enjoy and that you look forward to doing, usually if you have the list and you've looked into the details and Notice that you can make it happen. It will happen much easier. When we get things on paper, when we get things out of our head 
and do a little research and put it on paper, big chances of it actually happening. So I hope you're in your sacred space. If you're not already, I invite you to get into your relaxation mode. Maybe lay on a yoga mat or maybe even do some stretches as you listen. Whatever feels good. Tuck yourself in if you need to. This is your time. We're going to indulge in the sensory details of summer. So relax, lay back, shut the mind off if you can. You can put your hand on your heart and bring a smile to your face. Notice how that makes you feel good. I'm going to read one of my favorite poems by one of my favorite poets. It's called The Summer Day by Mary Oliver. And as you listen, just bask in the feeling of summer. And after the poem, continue to lay there, just relaxing. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who has flung herself out of the grass. The one who is eating sugar out of my hand who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down, who is gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life.
the summer's day by Mary Oliver. Stay in your reclined position, totally still, totally relaxed. Notice how wonderful it feels to be so relaxed. Picture yourself in your favorite summer setting. Maybe you're swimming underneath a waterfall after a long hike. Or maybe you're driving the coastal roads. Or simply sitting in a sun-filled window like a cat. Feeling the warmth of the sunshine streaming in. Relax completely. In your mind, go back in time. Reminisce. What does summertime mean to you? What are your favorite things about summer? Reminisce on some of the favorite memories you've had. Who were you with? What experiences were you experiencing? Were you creating memories? What's a favorite memory of summer? What smells bring you back to summertime? Mm. 
What are your favorite summer smells? I love the sweetness of the forest. It's like a combination of berries and moss and pine needles. It's too beautiful to explain. The smell of lilacs. Mm. If I could just bottle that smell. The ocean breeze. What are some of your favorite smells of summer? Oh, there's so much beauty to be taken in. What are your favorite summer sights? I love nighttime drives, looking out the window as a passenger. It's like the moon is chasing us. What are some of your favorite sights? The glow of fireflies at night, it's magic. Your garden with new growth, checking in every day, saying good morning plants and giving them what they need. sight of new growth, new growth springing up through the soil. What other sights do you love about sweet, sweet summertime? Watching the ocean, the waves crashing in. spotting whales in the ocean as you're hiking along the Bay of Fundy. I love looking up at the trees, seeing the green leaves dancing in the wind. What about your summer tastes? What are your favorites? Watermelon. Fresh garden vegetables. The barbecue. 
or dinner cooked over a campfire. I love fish and chips on a summer day out by the ocean. It's a real treat. Seafood. The taste of a sparkling beverage. A lemonade. A rosé. Or a white wine. What are your favorite tastes of summer? And my favorite sound. Seagulls at the beach. Laughter of the ones you love. The sound of a bonfire crackling in the night. I love that swishing sound of the water lapping the side of a sailboat. What are some of your favorite sounds? Maybe the sound of your motorcycle as you're cruising the country roads. Or the sound of rain pouring on a tin roof. Bumblebees buzzing. gentle buzz of a hummingbird. What are your favorite sounds? Rivers and creeks flowing. Your children playing. I hope you enjoyed this relaxing indulgence of summer sounds. I love summer. I love experiencing it through the senses. And summer truly is what you make of it. This is your life. We are all given the same amount of time. And we have summer coming up. How do you want to spend it? Again, like the line in that Mary Oliver poem, it ends with this. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? 
a reminder that it is up to us. It's up to you, you alone, to create meaningful experiences that feel good to you, to what you're craving, to what satisfies you. If you are waiting around for someone to make your life more interesting or more fun, waiting for a friend or a partner to take the initiative to have fun in your life, if you initiate it, you will vibrate higher, you will attract others to join you, and you can make memories on your own. So... If you've been using that excuse, I really want you to shift your focus from being the victim of, oh, I don't have anyone to do this with, or I never do anything fun, into now is a great time. What do I want to do? So, like I said earlier, we're going to create a bucket list. So now is a great time to start envisioning. I hope that that sensory rundown of summer maybe helped decalcify your mind and maybe you were reminded of things that you absolutely love about summer and maybe even memories from way, way, way back in the day, maybe when you were really young that you experienced that maybe you haven't experienced lately. How can you bring that in? It could mean planting a lilac bush on your property because you love that smell. It could mean trying a new hiking trail every week. It could mean setting up your property to have a relaxation area on your deck that feels like a vacation. I did that one year. I wanted to kind of relive Thailand on my deck. So I just got these really nice white flowing curtains and I set up dim patio lights. I had a nice sectional out on my deck and I just really brought in nice cushions and pillows and of course, my Buddha and some beautiful plants. And that was my vacation place for summer. Uh, and that's the beautiful thing about owning property. I think most of my listeners currently were all on the East Coast. And a good thing about us living here is it's really attainable to own property. And it's really, really rewarding to look at your property and think, what do I want to create here? How can I make this little piece of land that I own more beautiful for myself and for the environment? I'm really excited about a new thing happening in my life. We've been working on our country house that we're going to be moving into. And it's been a bit of a slow process. And we, we recently decided, okay, we're going to move in. This is phase one of our reno. We have it so it's livable. We're moving in. And I was there last weekend. And I tell you, that feeling of excitement for turning your yard into, like, what am I going to do with my yard? I have big dreams. 
um, not really experienced when it comes to landscaping. I think I've mentioned that before. Landscaping really, truly lights me up. I love it so much. I also find it a little bit overwhelming because I guess I never believed I could before. But last weekend, just cleaning up the debris from winter and everything else and just really spending time on the land. I just was filled with so much hope and excitement for what we're going to create there. Um, Things like I plan on hanging a lot of bird feeders to attract beautiful birds. I plan on planting flowers and creating a little pathway through the trees. Of course, hanging my hammock bringing in wind chimes to block the highway noise because there is a bit of highway noise there and planting a garden. I have big, big plans for the property, planting flowers to attract the bees and the butterflies. I'm just so lit up and excited about it. And there's just no greater feeling than getting your hands in the earth and just growing things and creating things, creating more beauty, leaving the world more beautiful than you left it, contributing with what you're planting. I have a friend, her name is Jackie, and she's great. She is my nature friend, and uh, she also has a podcast. It's called Earth Whims. I encourage you to listen to it. It's really, really wonderful. And she says, like, in the last few podcast episodes she recorded, she's like, isn't it amazing that my food can grow from this tiny seed? (laughs) I love it when she says that. She just is so excited about it. And it really is. It's so amazing that we can grow our food from a tiny seed. And... So yes, got a little off topic about gardening, but gardening is part of summer. But back to the bucket list. So what are you afraid of? What excites you and scares you at the same time? Those are some things to put on the list. Some of my most favorite adventurous memories involve doing things that scare me a little but bring me so much joy and so much satisfaction once completed. So when you're creating your list, definitely leave a little room in there for that type of stuff. The stuff that scares you yet turns you on. Which brings me back to a certain point. Listen to this. Really soak this line in. The things that you think you cannot do. The things you think are cool and exciting or that you've always dreamt of doing. If you've let that dream die. Bring that dream to life again. It is absolutely amazing to do the things you think you cannot do. No better feeling than that. 
last winter, I was fortunate enough to go on an amazing vacation with my family. It was my cousin, my aunt, uncle, my mom, and my dad, and me. We were missing a few people, but it was a really great trip. And we spent some time in Mexico. And my mom, she takes swimming lessons. She It's something that she decided to learn later in life. And she went from being fearful of water to being a diver. Like she dives head first and she loves it so much. And I really admire that. Like I said, the things you think you cannot do, if it's a dream, you've let die. How healing it is to actually do it. Um, anyways, we were in Mexico and we were snorkeling. We had rented snorkel gear and we didn't really go on the tour with the other people. We just decided to hit our own areas on the water. The people I were with, they didn't really want to go very deep, but I went really deep on my own. I felt safe. I felt calm. I was good. And the beautiful coral that was out deep was just gorgeous. And uh, the fish and everything else. And it was wonderful. And my mom, because she was afraid of, of swimming, she decided to stay near the shore. This was before swimming lessons, I think. So she decided to stay a little bit near the shore. But on that trip, I had brought in a deck of truth bombs with me. And she had picked a card one day and it said, you can and you will. And she took that as a message from her higher self that she can go out a little deeper and she can snorkel and there's people to help if she needs support. And she decided to go for it. And she just said, you know, that was such a great experience. I'm so happy that I did that. So of course, make sure you're safe. But if you can do those things that terrify you, it's, it's so great. Another story is uh, when I was in Thailand, me and my bestie, Jeanne, I talk about her all the time. <laughs> She's one of my favorites. We decided to go scuba diving and I was terrified of it. At that time, I was even terrified of snorkeling. Maybe my mom had passed down that fear of water to me. I'm a fish now. Love it. So glad I overcame that. But when we were there, I was a good enough swimmer, but something about putting the oxygen tank on and going diving, it, it really scared me. But I decided to do it anyway. And uh, it was just one of the, I would say it's probably my favorite memory I've ever experienced. And I was talking to Jeanne a few days back and she said the same thing. She said that was one of my most, you know, invigorating experiences. And she had a fear of sharks, a really deathly fear of sharks. And there were lots of reef sharks in Thailand. And I was deathly afraid of snakes. I am terrified of snakes. I still am. Um, and Thailand also has sea snakes. And there was a moment where we were having a blast. We were having so much fun. We had done all of our diving certifications, like our trainings and everything. And we were out for a dive. I think it was the first day we were out for a dive. And it was amazing. And then <laughs> we point to each other, there's sharks way down below us. There's reef sharks, like so far, far down, but we can see them. They're all swimming below. 
And then there's a sea snake just floating above, just being still but floating. You can see it in the water. And we just held hands. We pointed up to the sea snake. We pointed down to the sharks. And we just were like, wow, right? Really great experience. Another amazing experience I had where I faced my fears was for my 30th. I really wanted to do something crazy. I wanted to do something memorable. I always said I wanted to skydive. Haven't done that yet. Maybe I should. But we went rock repelling. Me and three of my closest friends, Erica, Courtney, and Jeanne. And we went rock repelling, and I was all for it until I was harnessed in, and it was time to kind of like lean back and go down the rock wall. This was at Cape and Rage. So beautiful. But I did it, and the minute I did, I wanted to go again and again and again. It lit me up so much. If you've ever seen someone who's skydived, they're high for days from the adrenaline of it. Anyway, this session is not about encouraging you to be a daredevil, not at all. It's simply about you giving yourself a chance to do the things that you dream of doing. Maybe it's dancing at a concert. Maybe you wish you could dance at a concert, but you're too shy. If you can overcome that, girl, it's awesome. It's magnetic. Every time we overcome what we're afraid of, but yet what we love, it's the best thing we can do. So again, you have time today. You have time this week. We're still off work. We're still on a pause. And we have a summer coming. So you can make a list, a bucket list for things you want to do in life as a whole. Like you can talk about travel and all of that, but there's so much to do right at home. What do you want to do? What do you want to put on that list? Maybe attending some retreats this summer. I know the goddess gatherings, we will definitely have a retreat happening. Maybe it's experience more on a bike. Maybe you want to head to Fundy Park, rent a mountain bike for the day. Maybe you just want to hit up some more yard sales, find some treasures. Maybe you want to finally get that hammock and hang it in the tree. I highly encourage that. For the last few summers, I've had this um, hammock. It's like a chair hammock. And I love sitting out there with my morning coffee in the summer. Oh, it's so great just swinging from that and looking up at the leaves. And sometimes I'll put my headphones on and do a guided meditation there. Just floating. If you are local to New Brunswick, Grand Manan, one of my favorite, favorite spots. It's absolutely magical. It's an island with so much nature. There's a hiking trail that goes from one end of the island to another. And it also has an amazing coffee shop where they serve 
excellent dark roast, which is sometimes hard to find around here if you're in the country. But it just ticks all of the boxes. There are beaches. There's so much sea glass. It's a great place. Another favorite memory. I'm just all about the memories today. Me and my boyfriend years ago, me, Tyson, and Roxy, my dog, we all set up a campsite at a place called Hole in the Wall Campground. Our campsite was right on a cliff. It was fantastic. In the morning, we heard this foghorn, or it was the fairy horn or something, and it was very, very loud. It was about 5 a.m., or maybe a little later in the morning. It was like dusk was just starting. The sun was just, just starting. So Tyson got up, and he started making coffee over the fire, and that is my love language, first of all. <laughs> Good coffee over a fire made by someone else. Yes, that's what I love. And then I noticed that there were actual whales in the ocean right there. Like there's so many whales in Grandma Nan. So picture yourself early, early morning coffee, whales, spending time with who you love. The good things happen when we actually make them happen. Sometimes it feels easier to stay home. Sometimes it feels easier to just clean all day. I love all that stuff too, but I really want us to commit to making some amazing memories this summer. Even if it's just berry picking and learning how to do preserves, making homemade jam. I'm really excited to pick a lot of blueberries this summer. I've already looked into when the season is, mid-August to mid-September. Blueberry jam is my favorite, and I can't wait to make my own. There's something rewarding about that. So maybe your bucket list involves reading on the beach for hours. Maybe it involves writing your own book. You know the answer. And I'll leave you with this quote by Lucy Maud Montgomery. All in all, it was a never-to-be-forgotten summer. One of those summers which come seldom into any life, but leave a rich heritage of beautiful memories in their going. One of those summers which in a fortunate combination of delightful weather, delightful friends, and delightful doing, come as near to perfection as anything can come in this world. So, how will you create that never-to-be-forgotten summer? It starts with intention. Intention is everything. And after intention comes action. Do it. But right now, you have the time. Summer is coming. It's time to fantasize. What's this summer going to look like?
If you'd like to help me grow, you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.